Welcome to Podcasts, recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. We have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the Online tab. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its video podcast, you can donate online at cslportland.org slash donate. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living. here and to our virtual community. I didn't even know we had such a giant virtual community. Oh my gosh. Wow. That is so awesome to have this message shared more vibrantly around the world. So, yes. You know, I really do feel like I've come home today. Yes. Oh, it is a glorious day for all of us to come together knowing that we are the two or more gathered. And right here in our midst, love is revealed even more brilliantly than it was before. Gloriously, brilliantly, and I am grateful. You know, it was in the early 80s when I moved to Portland. I was just a little, little baby. Seriously. Okay, then. Um, and I quickly discovered the yellow church on Foster Road. That was the church known as PCORS, right? The Portland Church of Religious Science. And I have been, ever since I walked through those doors, I have been immersed in learning about and revealing the divine presence ever since then. On that fateful morning when I stepped into the yellow church, I knew I was home. You might be able to relate to that notion. The truth I heard with my heart that morning is that everything is sacred and everything is holy, including me. Now, I knew this in my soul my whole life. And yet... I was raised Roman Catholic, and so it was buried pretty deep in my soul because I was never at least aware of that truth for all those years. And so when I walked into the big yellow church, it was that sense of contentment and joy that really felt overwhelming. I just couldn't wait to start classes and to learn more about this, this truth. And so I did. I jumped right into classes, went through all the years, became a practitioner for 10 years, was ordained. It's like the truth, once it grabs hold of us and starts to be revealed more fully, it just can't be stopped, can it? You know, many of you don't know me. Perhaps some do. I will tell you the number one principle in my life 
is summarized in a quote by Don Cardney. Without ice cream, there would be darkness and chaos. <laughs> number one principle. Now, my number two principle is by Dave Barry. It is a scientific fact, and I'm sure he looked this up in all the, all the studies and everything. It is a scientific fact that your body will not absorb cholesterol or calories from food that you take from another person's plate. <laughs> right? That is true. It's a scientific fact. So those are the two principles of my life, and you see the, you see kind of the pathway that I go on, right? <laughs> yeah. For most of us, even with ice cream, being thankful and peaceful is challenging. In the world today, with the escalating violence, the hate, it's even more difficult. And so I feel compelled this morning to address the atrocities, the hatred, the violence going on in the world today some of it around the world, some in our community. What I know is that living by the motto, an eye for an eye, makes everybody blind. And so I just invite you, whenever you can, to hold the high watch. That is such a powerful practice. We have practitioners holding the high watch here and in our virtual community. That is so powerful to focus on truth, on God, on love, on light, and especially to focus on peace, to sit in peace, to walk as peace, and to breathe peace. And so I just invite you to hold the high watch whenever possible, whenever possible in your life, because it is powerful and it makes a difference around the globe. Now, in 11 days, we celebrate football day. Well, okay, we also call it Thanksgiving. It's the holiday that happens kind of quietly between Halloween and Christmas, right? Although, you know, I go to Costco regularly, and man, you'd think Christmas was in September this year, right? Maybe August, I don't know, it was mind-boggling. Maybe Thanksgiving is the holiday that happens so quietly between Halloween and Christmas, because Thanksgiving, giving thanks, being thankful, cannot be shoehorned into one day. Thanksgiving is a way of life. It's a way of being, a way of living every day, not just one Thursday in November. St. Francis of Assisi wrote, Preach the gospel at all times. If necessary, use words. That is about living the presence. Living the presence. And of course, the foundational pillar of the gospel of love is gratitude. And remember, Brother Lawrence said, if the only prayer you ever say is thank you, that will suffice. Thank you. Thank you. You know, and yet, that is so simple. I did not say the four-letter word easy. I said simple. And yet, we try to make life a bit more complicated. 
there are many prophets and sages in my life, and this morning I'll share from Pig and Goat in Pearls Before Swine. <laughs> there is so much truth in all of these prophets. So Pig and Goat are talking, and Goat says, what are you writing, Pig? And he says, ah, oh, you know, it's a paper for my philosophy class where we have to discuss the purpose of being alive. Any suggestions? And Goat says, oh, I think the purpose is to love others as we are all part of one rhythmic energy that we connect to by being fully mindful and present. And Pig rolls his eyes and said, I'll just write donuts. <laughs> because it's easier, right? We try to make life so hard sometimes. We chart this and we think that and we judge that and we try to control something, right? We do when the essence of gratitude is being. It's being. We know that here. Sometimes it's that journey that's a lot more challenging, right? Life is so simple. Stop clinging. Be grateful. Slow down. Breathe deeply. Be present in this moment. Gratitude shows up when we accept that life unfolds always and forever the way it's meant to. That means accepting every experience, every person, even the ones we don't really like. Open your heart and your hands, your mind, and allow grace to lift you out of the need to cling and to judge and to have opinions and control. Stop clinging to what holds you in slavery. I don't know if there are any Big Bang fans here. Big Bang, the show. All right, yes, yes, all right. There's one episode where Howard, who lives with his mom, um, his mom was yelling, Howard, I'm stuck. And he rolled his eyes and he said, Mom, open your hand, let the cookies go, and your hand will come out of the cookie jar. <laughs> it's the clinging to stuff, even if it's a cookie, that keeps us stuck. So let go and be grateful. You know, gratitude lives through each of us as being, not doing. As we're grateful for our lives, our feet are guided, our lives are gracious, and the love that is omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent begins to shine through the rapidly dissolving false beliefs that we cling to. Remember, God is all there is. Love is all there is. Light is re revealed everywhere. Then, fear must be a false belief. And we know that the grandmother of all false beliefs, out of which all fears arise, is the untruth, cancel, that I am not enough. All of those false beliefs arise out of that. There was a little girl who, um, whenever anybody would say anything or have a problem or she'd have some challenge, she'd say, ah, it's nothing. Ah, it's nothing. 
finally somebody said to her, you know, I need to know what to you nothing means. And she thought for a minute. And she said, you know, nothing is like a balloon with its skin off. Right? Our false beliefs live in our balloons, ready to be set free. When you take the skin off your balloon, they disappear. And what do you have? You have the presence and even more good air to breathe. So be soft. Do not let the world make you hard. Do not let the pain make you hate. Do not let bitterness steal your sweetness. There was a Christian farmer who spent the day in town. And he um, was doing some shopping. And, and he thought, you know, it's kind of getting towards that time. And so he um, went to have lunch. And he went into this restaurant. And um, he bowed his head to bless the food. And he looked up. And there were some young men at the table next to him. And they were looking at him. And the one guy said, he's thinking, yeah, I'm going to embarrass you, old guy. And he says, hey, farmer, does everybody out where you live do that? And the farmer looked at him and he said, no, son, the pigs don't. (laughs) You try to embarrass someone and you never know what you're going to get. There's a Buddhist proverb that says, enough is a feast. Right? That Buddhist proverb emphasizes the idea that contentment and satisfaction come from appreciating what we already have, not always seeking more. Enough is a feast. What I've learned in my many years is he who dies with the most toys leaves a huge garage sale for his heirs, (laughs) right? When I was younger, I learned, oh, he who dies with the most toys wins. No, have you ever seen a hearse with a luggage rack on it? No. It is not about more stuff. Enough is a feast. Truth tells us that cultivating inner peace and contentment flows so easily through acceptance and gratitude for what we already have. What we are grateful for multiplies. There's the connection between gratitude and prosperity. What we are grateful for multiplies. I often talk about gracious plenty, right? That abundance and prosperity comes to us through grace. And grace is nurtured through gratitude. Gracious plenty. Myrtle Fillmore, one of the co-founders of Unity, uh, said... Praise and thanksgiving have within them the quickening spiritual power that produces growth and increase. Praise and thanksgiving. Praise and thanksgiving. Enough is a feast. You know, almost 11 years ago in January of 2013, one of my best friends, Jane, passed away. I had been one of her caregivers, and 
um, another friend and I went uh, through the cemetery up to the mortuary to make arrangements. While we were driving back through the cemetery, my mom called and said that my sister had just passed away, less than 24 hours later. <sighs> now, my mom is Hungarian. My dad is Italian, so I know drama. <laughs> and I can tell you there was some wailing and gnashing of teeth. There was whining and crying and sobbing that I do so well. There was a deep, deep sense of loss. And so I was sitting in silence the next day, still in a dark place, like, oh my gosh, really? When the Lord spoke to my heart, and the message that I got so clearly is, I loaned them to you. You're welcome. I loaned them to you. You're welcome, and here you are crying. In other words, cut it out, Jean. They were each in your life, my life, for years with the laughter, the arguments, right? The adventures, the love. Just be grateful. Focus on the gratitude instead of any sense of loss. We are always at choice. Do we cling to the fear and the loss? Or do we open our heart and our hands and our mind and be the presence of love and light and gratitude? Remember, Ernest Holmes wrote more than once, if you don't turn to God in times of trouble, you don't know God, right? So how well do you know God? Which is the same thing as asking, how well do you know yourself? The most recent Unity newsletter has um, a list of things, a Thanksgiving inventory that was in their magazine, November 1938. Now, even that was before my time, so <laughs> it's been a while. And this is what it says. I am thankful for the life that pulsates in every cell and fiber of my being. I am thankful for the intelligence that illuminates every step of my daily path. I am thankful for the joy that makes my heart dance. I am thankful for the food that nourishes my body. And I'm sure they meant ice cream. I am thankful for the rest that renews my body and mind. I am grateful for the friends who hear and understand me. And I will add, I am grateful for each of you. I will um, conclude my message as we go into our prayer this morning with a prayer written by Father Richard Rohr. And this is what he says. Prayer is sitting in the silence until it silences us. Choosing gratitude until we are grateful. And praising God until we ourselves are an act of praise. Amen. So let's take a moment as we, again, remember that one presence that lives in our breath, that lives as us, through us. That one presence that is 
love, that is delight, that is joy, that is peace, that one presence, that is the kingdom of God, that is, is each of us, beyond any notion of separation. And I speak my word for every person present this morning, knowing that it is that presence, that love, that light that fills us more deeply, more profoundly, that outpictures throughout our lives in a whole different way. As Judge Thomas Troward says, always in advance of anything that has gone before. Always. I know this is so right here and now. I know this prayer is answered in the affirmative, as is every prayer, every moment. And so I release my word into universal law, for it is done. And I say, thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. And so it is. Amen. Now is our time for tithes and offerings. And so, oh, thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Our inspirational service is at 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the online tab. We have a variety of content dedicated specifically for our podcast listeners. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at cslportland.org donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are in your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.